Welcome, and thank you for joining us for our reunion virtual reading of the new Australian musical Fred, with book and lyrics by Wendy Waters and music by Wendy Waters and Ian Camilleri, directed by Ryan Thornhill and starring Julie Burnett, Brooke Turnbull, Cecile Campbell, and Mitch Brueger. Our virtual reading reunites the cast from the 2018 Tweed Head Theatre Company Australia's live production, and under the helm of Thornhill Theatre Space Artistic Director Ryan Thornhill, we are so excited to present to you our digital rendition of this amazing new musical, allowing the story to reach all across the globe. Fred will be presented in three parts and will be premiered over three days. Now, sit back and relax and enjoy the new Australian musical Fred. Three rooms side by side. Hallway, downstage along the fourth wall. Upstage windows face the city. City lights glitter outside the windows. When audience enters, Maureen, Emma, and Fred are already on stage. Maureen, wearing a dressing gown, sits in the dark clutching to her phone. Emma, wearing pajamas, is sitting in the dark sipping wine. Fred, is leaning against the wall downstage right, observing the two women. He wears a white suit and carries a beautiful red rose. When the lights go down on the women, they are in a silhouette. Hallway and apartments are in darkness. Emma finishes her wine, picks up her phone, goes to dial, changes her mind and exits upstage. Maureen places phone sladly on table, shrugs, then exits upstage. Allison enters stage right, Walk straight past Fred without seeing him. She is a bit drunk and giggly, on her phone, as she feels her way along the hall to her front door. I'm home, Cheryl. The bloody lights are gone again. You home yet? Good. Go inside and lock your door. <laughs> Stop it, Cheryl. Being mugged is no way to meet a man. <laughs> you in yet? Good. Love you. Talk tomorrow. Fred smiles and takes a seat in the front row. Allison switches on her lights with a flicker slightly. She takes off her coat, revealing she is wearing a loose-fitting tracksuit and heels, which she kicks off. She exits upstage and returns with a single red rose in a vase and a packet of Tim Tams. She puts the vase on the side table next to a framed photo. Hello, my darling brother. How was your day? Heaven treating you well? My day was amazing. Dennis Cooper gave me this rose. You remember me telling you about Dennis Cooper? The gorgeous guy at the mall? Well, we talked today and he's really nice. I've made a decision. Next time he sees me, I'm going to be a size 10, and so damn glamorous, he won't recognize me. Allison puts on a CD and starts to exercise as she eats Tim Tams. The light flicks on in apartment 2 and Emma storms out of her bedroom upstage, dials a number and waits. The lights in apartment 1, stage right, flick on, and Maureen, dressed in pajamas, rushes out and answers the phone. Rowan? That bloody girl in Daryl's apartment has got some god-awful music blaring. It's past midnight. I should call the police. Emma, that's Daryl's sister. 
Daryl had a sister? I told you last week. I forgot, Maureen. I'm scared. I know. I know. Look, how's Ruby's portrait coming along? Are Ruby's eyes blue or green? I can't remember. Green. There's a picture of Ruby on the mantelpiece. That's Ruby? Allison's phone rings. She grabs it and shouts over top of the music. You okay? I'm fine. I'm inside now. Hey, guess what I'm doing? Exercising? Yes, you heard me correctly. I'm going to be a size 10. Hang on, I'll turn the music off. Ruby won't take my calls. I'm doing it for Dennis. Dennis Cooper, the gorgeous guy who gave me the rose at the cemetery today. I told you, Cheryl. He's the same guy who laughed when I shouted bullshit after your makeover. That's the one. Oh, don't worry, Emma. Everything will be all right. Are you angry with me? You sound angry. No, I'm just tired. Good night. I'm going to be a size 10 for Dennis. Why should he like me the way I am? I don't even like me the way I am. Go to bed, Cheryl. You're totally pissed. Love you too. Diet starts tomorrow. I want to be size 10. When I see Dennis Cooper again And next time he won't surprise me at the mall Eating hot fudge with caramel toffee I'll be sitting at the bar In my tank top and jeans Sipping vodka or cooling black coffee I wanna be size 10 When I see Dennis Cooper again We were cruising at the mall It was a Sunday afternoon We were bored, there was nothing on telly And how could he be there? I mean, does he have a life? That's of course, if he breathes the same air Dennis Cooper, he's so perfect Not like me, I'm plain fat That's a small word for such a big thing I prefer superfluous flesh size 10 the size all the movie stars are nothing moves when they run nothing wobbles about nothing budges or ever gets stuck not like Sunday at the mall with my friend Cheryl Black and that moron in the makeover truck Cheryl Black she's my best friend since grade five and a half She's not perfect, but I ask you An hour in the makeover truck An hour in the truck And when she came out she looked exactly the same Except shiny But the lady in the truck said she looked like a star Angelina, she cried I said bullshit, bullshit That's when I saw Dennis Cooper I want to be size 10 It's the size I must be to feel safe 
Nothing ever goes wrong and nobody dies In the days of a ten-person's life Not like my life where people get too sick to care And they die and they don't say goodbye It was Sunday, the last day I saw him And he joked and he spared me his pain Talked about men and old movies And the constant incredible rain How could someone look so good with cancer? How could someone like me never cry? He was brave, he was young, he was funny I never told him goodbye I want to be size 10 And I want to see my brother again And next time I'll say the things I meant to say And I'll ask him if he has regrets Or dreams that he never came close to Or people he'll never forget Mobile phones are so handy If you're waiting for boyfriends to call They're a pain in the ass when they find you Eating fudge in a cone at the mall Your brother just died, are you sitting? No, I think I'm beginning to fall But Cheryl is here, she'll get me home And by the way, thanks for the call It rained like it does in the movies But his funeral went on just the same It was Sunday, the roses had fallen In the constant, incredible rain Cheryl bought me some fudge, we went walking And I sighed but had nothing to say Cheryl said, life goes on, we should live it But my brother still gets in the way Don't I know you, said someone, here's back to the sun Other girl with the fudge, I recall Yeah, that's me, I said softly, the fat girl in thongs The fudge, the shouting, the mall Dennis Cooper, he said with a grin Dennis Cooper, the perfect, the cool Dennis Cooper with a flower for his mother I come weekdays, he said as a rule Can I sit, he said gently, why not And we stared at my brother's red rose Who was he, he asked without blinking My brother, I said in repose Dennis Cooper, the perfect, was crying And I cried for the first time myself Then he gave me the flower for his mother And he said, don't put love on the shelf I want to be size 10 When I visit my brother again And tell him my life is in progress And tell him his wasn't in vain And tell him the sun still has moments In this constant, incredible rain And tell him the things I am planning And tell him good luck in the sky And tell him I'll see him in heaven But for now I will tell him goodbye Good night, Daryl. Love you. Allison flicks off the light and exits upstage.
Maureen's phone rings. She stamps out and flicks on the lamp. Oh, Emma, what now? Hello? Oh, Rowan! What? Is she dead? Oh. Oh, oh, lucky you found her in time. Again. I'm not smoking. I gave it up. I know. I know. I know it must have been dreadful for you finding her like that. Half dead. Again. Oh, please don't cry, Rowan. I do appreciate how difficult it is for you. A semi-suicidal wife and a, and a congregation that expects you to walk on water. But when is it our turn? Our turn? God has a plan. Really? Do you have a plan, Rowan? I said, do you have a plan? No, no, you're right. It, it's not the right time. Yes, I'll pray for her. Yeah, love you too. Oh, it's never the right time. Oh, dear Lord, please make sure Dagmar succeeds next time. Amen. Oh, it was a joke. Rowan? Oh, Trent. Oh, Dagmar's attempted suicide. Again. Oh, don't say that, sweetheart. I'm sure she meant to succeed this time. Is everything all right? Oh, did he say be working late? I'm not implying anything. What do you mean he's not like me? I had an affair because your father hated me. Yes, we can change the subject. Oh, the weather's been lovely. No, I don't still fold your father's socks. He's dead. Oh, for goodness sake, Trent, I do have a life. I, I, I take macrame lessons. No, I'm not smoking. I gave it up. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll give it up soon. Promise. Look, I'm, I'm very stressed right now. Well, well, macrame's challenging. What do you mean he knew about Rowan? The father never said a word to me. I know he was lazy, yes, and mean, when he'd had a few, but you really think he knew? Oh, oh, he's home. Oh, love you too. Norman, did you know about Rowan? Hello? Oh, yes, Rowan, I'll be patient. I've been patient for 15 years. I know, I know, I, I love you too. Norman, did you know?
Norman died ten years ago And Trent says, Mum, you're crazy To keep his socks in perfect pairs He was mean and cold and lazy I know I know I know When Norman died, he was 50 He'd worked for 30 years at the factory on Lower East Street, tagging rocks from South Kashmir. He said he wanted to travel. He said he wanted to dance. He said he wanted to love again, but he never got the chance. But he gave me something to do when the walls talk back. And he gave me someone to hold when the bed seemed white. And he gave me someone to blame. Nothing I felt was new You're all I've got, Maureen He'd say not much to show for a life And he added in case I'd forgotten You've never been much of a wife I should have told him about you I should have let him go But you were married and so was I Know it's best that he didn't know but he gave me something to do when the days were blanks. And he gave me someone to hold when the nights were blunt. And he gave me someone to blame when I was waiting, waiting, waiting for you. When Norman died, you were working. The boys were out of town The neighbours were at a party And the phone lines rolled down He was all I had to talk to As my world was caving in My head was going crazy And the room was in a spin I told him I wanted to travel I said I wanted to dance He smiled at me and he whispered You never got the chance something to do when your life went wrong and I gave you someone to hold when the nights were long and I gave you someone to blame when he never came I knew I knew I knew Hello? Rowan? Everything all right? Oh, God. Do you want me to come over? No, 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 of course it's not the right time. I love you. Trent? Dagmar's dead. No. You listen to me, young man. I'm Ruby Jane Pauley's mother, Samir, and I want to speak to my daughter. 
Of course I realise there's a time difference. I used to live in Paris. Very well, I'll try again later. Imbecile. Damn, I almost forgot. Maureen dashes out of her bedroom, dressed in smart, casual clothes. Hello? I need butter. Oh, I'm fine, Emma. Thanks for asking. Hello? Unsalted butter. Allison dashes out into the living room in her white dental assistant's uniform, grabs her bag and house keys off the side table, exits and locks her door. Maureen also exits and locks her door. Hey, neighbor. How's life? <laughs> Complicated. But thank you for asking. How are you settling in, Allison? They exit the building stage left and walk along the street downstage. Car horns and sounds of the city can be heard in the background. It's hard. Daryl's things are all around me. Well, you know what it's like. You lost someone you loved, too. Daryl told me you were widowed. Your brother was a lovely young man. We all miss him. Thank you. Well, you look lovely. Are you going somewhere nice? Lunch? Art gallery? No, I always try to dress well. You never know who might drop in. And right now I'm just dashing out to get some butter for Emma. Unsalted. Ugh, that grouch. Why do you do her shopping for her? Well, she gets lost. Emma has Alzheimer's. Early stages. Oh, that's awful. Daryl said she's a brilliant artist. Will she ever be able to paint when it gets bad? Probably not. You have to live your life in the moment, Alison. You never know. We might drop in. <laughs> Nobody drops in on me, unfortunately. Well, come for dinner tonight. Oh, that's so nice of you. I'd love to. Can I bring anything? What time? Seven. Bring wine, red or white. I don't mind. I must dash or I'll be late for work. Thank you. Oh, Emma, I'm getting it now. Hello? Oh, Rowan. Oh, cremation. It's more final. Norman was cremated. Rowan, let's do something crazy when everything's settled. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we could go to, to Venice for Carnival. No, no, you're right. It, it's not the right time to discuss it. It never is. Norman? Want to meet me in Venice for Carnival? Nighttime. Maureen and Allison are sitting at her table drinking wine. Daryl's mask is on the table. What happened to your parents? Daryl never mentioned them. Oh, they died in a car accident when I was 14. Daryl was 19. He got me through those difficult puberty years when girls go nuts. <laughs> I'm glad they died together. It's awful when one gets left behind. Are you lonely? Sometimes. Well, you could have another husband if you wanted. You're so pretty. I'm a bit drunk, sorry. 
Oh, that's all right. My life is complicated. Oh, how fascinating. Do tell. Oh, I haven't had enough wine yet. <laughs> what made you bring that carnival mask? <sighs> an excuse to talk about my brother. You don't need an excuse. Thank you. Daryl didn't mind dying, you know, despite being so young. He knew he'd see mum and dad again. My brother had a gift for life, and even though he didn't get many years, he lived them well. He'd seen most of the world, been in love, was a great barrister and an amazing brother. His one regret was not seeing the Carnival in Venice. He made this mask before we went to Europe, carried it all through the UK and France. He was going to wear it in Venice for the Carnival. It was going to be our last stop before we came back to Australia. We almost got there. Oh, I'm so sorry. Do you have someone special in your life now? Just Cheryl. Oh, I didn't realise. Oh, no, I'm not gay like Daryl was. Cheryl's my best friend. Men always leave me. I get nervous, rabbit on, say stupid things. I make a mess of every chance. Except. Except. Well, there's this guy. Dennis Cooper, gorgeous, like movie star gorgeous. <laughs> we met at the cemetery. Well, not the first time. The first time we met at the mall when Cheryl had this makeover and I shouted bullshit. Oh, long story. Anyway, he was standing there laughing and I was about like ready to die. <laughs> not literally die. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I know, uh, figuratively. <laughs> anyway, he didn't say anything then. The first time... But last Sunday, he was at the cemetery visiting his mother when I was visiting. Daryl? Yeah. We started talking and 20 minutes later, he gave me the flower for his mother, a red rose. He's so lovely. Perfect, you know. I know. So I'm trying to lose weight, get to a size 10 so he'll ask me out. Oh, sounds like he likes you the way you are. <laughs> he gave you a rose. Ask him out. Oh, I couldn't. <laughs> nothing ventured, nothing gained. Be brave. What have you got to lose? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, Do you miss your husband? Norm Norman and I made each other miserable. I wasted a lot of years. <laughs> so did he. <laughs> Hello? Rivy won't take my calls. It doesn't matter what time I ring, they tell me she's asleep. Well, what are you doing right now? I just told you I'm trying to phone my daughter. Well, come over and meet our new neighbour. The noisy girl who stole Daryl's apartment? <laughs> no, thank you. I've got wine. <phone rings> Emma's on her way over. She takes a bit of getting used to, but remember, she's... Um, Losing her mind? <laughs> you said you had wine. Emma Pauly, this is Alan Ch Alison Church, Daryl's sister. Oh, the noisy girl in number three. <laughs> Emma's an artist. But alas, no genius. And now I'm losing my mind. And what do you do? Oh, I'm a dental assistant. Not very interesting. 
Your brother was interesting. Tragic loss. Maureen, no matter what time I call that godforsaken third world wasteland, Ruby's asleep. Ruby's Emma's, Emma's daughter. She's a fashion writer for Elle magazine. Oh, where is she now? Paris. Third world wasteland? They eat frogs' legs. <laughs> Why do you have your music so loud? I'm exercising. I need to lose weight. Why? You're not fat. You're Rubenesque. Have you ever eaten frogs' legs? Uh, Daryl cooked them once. They tasted like chicken. Rubenesque. Is that a nice word for fat? Well, Ruben was an artist who painted very lush ladies, hence Rubenesque. What about snails? You tried them? Let's have a French night. I'll cook frogs' legs and snails and, and, and we can wear berets. I will not eat amphibians, Maureen. Well, have you eaten dinner? <sighs> Thrackers and Vegemite? Um, we had spag bowl. I'll get you some. How old is Ruby? Daryl's age. How old are you? 22. Your brother left you very well off. Why don't you travel? Explore the world while you're still young. I've seen it. Daryl showed it to me. Except Venice. He got sick in Florence and we had to come home. Do uh, you have a boyfriend or are you gay like your brother was? No, no. There's this guy. He wants you to be skinny. Forget him, he's probably gay. I don't think so. Well, how's the sex? I don't know. Forget him, he's either gay or married like Maureen's monk. Maureen's in love with a married man? How romantic. Oh, pathetic. Clergyman. You'd think he'd have his moral compass pointed north. Oh, here you are. You dark horse, Maureen. You're someone's mistress. Emma! Oh, you angry with me? As I said, Alison, my life is complicated. Mine isn't. I envy you. Why? She's wasted 15 years waiting for that monk to stop pulling it. Emma! <sighs> Look, Rowan is an Anglican minister who, who happens to be unhappily married to a... Oh, never mind. Things change. Oh, baloney. He's having his cake and eating it too while you starve on the crumbs. And you, young lady, no woman should have to lose weight to please some man. Oh, give us all some peace and accept yourself the way you are. <laughs> oh, this bag bowl's good, Maureen. I tried calling Ruby twice last night. Do you think she'd take my calls if I was an ordinary person, like Alison? Emma! It's all right. I am ordinary. Why won't she take your calls? Oh, because I'm an artist. Well, she'll come around eventually. Will she? Oh, I wish I was normal like them out there. Those uncomplicated people who sleep in pairs and don't embarrass their children. Pass the wine. Oh, pass the wine and bless the poor. Then screw the widow in number four. Take heed, Alison. This is what old ladies who've messed up their lives do. 
they paint bad pictures and wait for bad men who never leave their wives. I'm, I'm so sorry, Alison. Don't apologise for me. You've got to be normal if you want love, ordinary. Don't embarrass your children with artistic aspirations or defrocked lovers. Marry an accountant, Alison. Forget this boy who won't sleep with you unless you lose weight. Maureen's right. Ruby will come around. When? When she realises how lucky she is to have a mother. Your brother used to watch me paint sometimes. <laughs> There'd be a knock on the door around midnight and there was Daryl, home from some failed date, a bottle of red wine and a straw. I won't say a word, Emma. I'll just sit here quietly and watch you paint until I'm drunk enough to forget him and then I'll creep back to my burrow like a good little rabbit. Oh, God, I miss him. I'll take you to Venice before the lights go out, he said. I promise we'll wear masks and pretend we're lovers. I never thought his light would go out before mine. Oh, why can't we be ordinary like them out there? Days.
lights in the apartment start to flicker. These wretched lights. I'll call the body corp. Hello, I'm, I'm calling about... The power. Don't worry, Maureen. Fred will fix everything on Saturday morning. That was odd. He knew my name. Who did? Are they fixing the power? Fred will fix everything. Everything? On Saturday morning. Fred? <laughs>